From the world of AV control, programming, and automation with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hi, James. It's great to be with you again. Uh, hi, Steve. It's great being back. Uh, enjoy our uh, catch-up as we talk. Yeah, it's just, just been a, a good thing. I think we're, we're starting to get into a groove, and it's great that we're hearing from some of our listeners. So I, I know that there's a, someone in particular they wanted to give a shout-out to, but we we really enjoy getting these types of comments, and, and we're really seeing the, uh, the the feedback that we're hoping for. Yeah, totally. Um, I 100% agreed. Um, and all the feedback we're getting across all our social media is great we're getting comments and on our youtube twitter facebook it's great and uh mark uh reached out after we posted in uh one of the facebook groups i'm actually pulling up the group now i wanted so i get the title correctly uh but it was mark Stoy. i apologize if i butchers that last name and the group um is crestron and amx programmers uh, so he took a listen and we appreciate and he provided some feedback, which was very positive. So thank you, Mark, for listening. And again, reach out, guys, if you want uh, to provide Steve and myself some topics to discuss. I think that's a good starting point, too, for today. Uh, and, and one of the things that we found is by reaching out to some of these groups and making connections and and being able to not only share this show, but to, to be able to network with others is, is really a powerful thing. And um, I think that that's something that programmers aren't, not, aren't always uh, adept to doing because a lot of programmers are, tend, tend to be uh, introverted. They tend to be, and, and I am, and uh, they, they tend to be more quiet, more protective. And, and I think that the, by, by nature, technical people, they, they kind of like to keep things closer to the vest. Uh, but, but I think as you and I have discussed and, and we, we commonly use, I almost feel like the name of our, our, our show should be a man or a woman on an island, that uh, we, you really can't grow and, and you can't find out how to improve yourselves by being alone and just taking on that responsibility to to better your skills and 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 gather your informational knowledge uh, by yourself. You you really need interaction, uh, and I I think the the idea of being able to connect with other people is really critical. Hundred um, percent connecting with other people is. I was actually thinking about this. A couple months ago, um, with all, I mean, we know March is uh, Women's History Month, uh, February is Black History Month, and with those two months coming across, I really was thinking about diversity and inclusion, and to bring this into what you were talking about, Steve, is being, communicating with people is, think about like if you're having a uh, a coloring book with a sheet of paper if you're by yourself you're the only crown in the box you got a picture but it's kind of blah um, as you add more crowns or more ideas more voices the picture takes a new life same image 
but now it has new life. And that's how I kind of look at it is, yes, you can get it away doing it yourself, but you're not as colorful or as uh, vibrant as if you have multiple people who could give you ideas and attribute to the overall picture. That's, I think, something that we're all learning. And I think that's a really good point. And, and, and uh, it also comes down to, to you know, overcoming bias and overcoming just a, a, a one track mind, right? Um, yeah. One of the things that comes to mind for me, too, is that we all have our own experiences that, that define us and that, that, uh, that a lot of times we use to base decision making and that we, we use to determine how we approach problems and we provide solutions and, and being only exposed to one type of an audience and one, one type of a solution really makes you biased and you think that every solution or every client or every need comes back to that same persona, let's say, or comes back to that, that, that same approach. Uh, but, but having engaging with other people, uh, allows you to be able to hear how, how different, uh, different minds work, different, uh, people approach different types of problems. And, and quite honestly, one of the things that I think in, in our world is that you, you need to be able to find all the little hidden gems and nuggets that you learn by, being in the field and by and 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 by uh, by living by 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 doing the work that we do and and programmers, it's important to be able to exchange that information or know that somebody once told me that that they had a problem similar and let let me go ask them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we see that in almost any other field. Uh, so why should programming be any different? Um, we should really connect and help each other share ideas um too often i've heard in the past of well job security i'm not giving you my code but it's not that we are stealing other people's code we are learning from other people and having that community and building and um so if you're connecting and working together like Steve, you might have a really great understanding of, let's say, uh, controlling a device via serial port, where someone like me might have a better understanding of controlling it via IP. So if you are running into a device that you need control IP, it might be new to you. So you might leverage my expertise vice versa, like I had to control something serial. Again, this is all hypothetical. I know Steve is very talented of all areas. Um, but instead of being limited, um, almost like a brand saying like, if you only know one brand, that's all you're going to program. Um, you can branch out and find the best solution instead of being painted into a box. I kind of gave a long-winded answer that kind of went, in circles. Sorry about that. Well, but but I think think what you're saying makes a lot of sense because you 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 base what you base your solutions on what you know, and 
you're not really able to think outside of that box because you don't really know what the other options can be. And, and now, and the other side of it is, is that you get comfortable. So you, you're going to continue to reuse what you know works, but you may, but, but that may uh, cause you to have a blind spot and not realize that there are better solutions out there and potentially uh, something that can save time, save money, or be uh, better suited for your need. And, and uh, it comes down to, to just knowing that it exists and other people have had success with it. Yeah, that definitely could be helpful. Um, yeah, hundred percent agree with that. Knowing, knowing that it's out there. Cause again, we only know what we know. Um, and just like, I forget who says it, but there's a quote that you can only speak what you know, but you listen to things you don't know and or, or something like that forget exactly how it is and it's talking about listening making sure because you you can only reply and speak of what you do know until you learn new things and kind of like programming is as long as we don't know the new techniques or a new way of doing something we're going to keep doing it the same way and i look at it from the it side because i've said this a couple people who come out and goes, well, we always did it this way. Just because you always did this way doesn't mean it's the right way to do it. I, I, I think that is words to remember. Uh, I, one thing to touch on too is that, uh, and I mentioned it briefly earlier, is that we, we, when you're only working on one type of system or in one type of a, an environment, you, you, you kind of get a little bit caught in your tendencies or you, or you think that that's the only, the, the only approach to a solution. And for example, um, in, you, you have a lot of experience in the education world, but if you were to be put into a situation where you were doing a, a corporate boardroom or you were doing a, um, maybe a, a live production or something of that nature, there would be different parameters that you'd have to consider, different user needs and tendencies. And, and, and we, we talked about this a little bit in, in, in a past show, but it, it's important to be able to talk to the people that know those users and know how to know what they need, know what they want, and be able to give you that that insight and, and those tips. Yeah, that is great there. Like you say, I know higher education, like even like you say, if you put me right now into a live event or even like a courtroom or a CEO boardroom, I'm going to be a fish out of water. Um, not saying that I couldn't handle it. Not saying you couldn't handle being thrown in higher education. It's just a different element and you stumble um but why would we need to stumble if we can leverage people we can who been there um so like we have the higher ed community we can help each other um if you are experiencing coming in or even one of our listeners might be someone who does live sound all the time and they're going to have that expertise um that 
someone like me in higher ed could leverage if I, I ever had to do a live event. Um, and vice versa, if he that person ever gets thrown into higher education, now they have someone they can leverage saying, hey, this is a new world for us. Um, some pointers and stuff. So building that community, because knowing what you don't know is hard. So it's branch out, reach out and learn. So being that we're trying to serve that community and, and we're, and this is one of those questions that will likely be asked of us. What, what are some tips or, or advice you can give people that, that are, that, that are saying, yes, I need this. Reach out. That's the biggest thing is, um, find that community. Like there is that fa the Facebook groups out there. I think Steve and I'll add them to the show notes for this one. Um, there's Facebook groups out there. There's LinkedIn groups out there. Um, and then if you can't find one, start one. Um, that's what I did with the higher ed Slack group I did was I was communicating with higher education people on Twitter and I'm like, it'd be nice to have a central location where I can just talk to these folks without, you know, where we can balance ideas off of without outside interference. So I started the Slack group and it started with 20 people. And I think now I'm almost 160 some on members. Uh, let's see. Yeah, 142 members right now across the globe of just higher education members. Some are programmers. So it's building that community. Uh, just like this here, Steve and I, we got together because we felt there was a need to reach out and build this community. So uh, you don't find one, start one, but get out there and connect with people. That, that was what I was going to add is that uh, a lot of times we think of uh, AV events um, as being something for salespeople and or being something for people that are lo looking to um, build relationships on uh, and to, to develop business, let's say, but uh, but they're not necessarily. You can very easily connect, make connections with other people in your role. I think that that um, trade shows are are looking to support that more. Um, some of the organizations uh, like Avixa have councils now that are looking to support that. Uh, I think that there's a lot of a lot more people connecting online on, on Twitter. And, and I, I think just, I encourage people just to get out it because if, if it wasn't for stuff like that, we wouldn't have met. And, and there's uh, and, and I think that, that those are just missed opportunities. So uh, as much as it's not natural and as much as it may not be something that you, that, you, that uh, programmers consider doing, they, they have to socialize a little bit and, but, and it'll go a long way. Uh, the other thing that I'll add too, is that, um, you know, just find, find some people that you can trust and that you, that would be willing to work with you either on a mentor basis, or if you're, you can form some type of a team that is, that doesn't cross competitive lines. Um, 
there there's great ways to learn because I even see it on my team that that everybody on my team respects each other and there's no rivalry or competition. Everybody's looking to help each other learn and they all bring different things to the table. And uh, and we, we try to try try to keep the silos uh, from happening. No, so I think that's a good way for us to wrap for today. And, and I hope that we can continue this conversation. I'd like to hear if there's anybody that wants to chime in and if they have some suggestions and, and even some ways that we can learn and, and connect uh, with you, please, please reach out. Uh, James, how can people get in touch with you and uh, learn more about what you're doing? Uh, easiest way to get a hold of me is, is like how Steve and I met is on Twitter. My handle is uh, at AV underscore James King. I'm on LinkedIn as James King. Also, I write monthly articles for the higher education um, AV uh, digital magazine, which is higheredav.com. Um, I do a column called IT in AV. So definitely check that one out as well. And for me, it, uh, I could be found on most social platforms at Steve Greenblatt, and I'd really like to connect. So uh, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn as well as Twitter, and I hope to hear from everyone out there. And and also do us a favor and leave us a, a rating review. We're on several platforms now: YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, we'd like to see what you find to be most useful. And we'd like to hear what you think of what we're doing. So. Look forward to hearing, and that's all we have for Ask the Programmer.